0: You're listening to the Homeschooling Families podcast by Teach Them Diligently. Welcome! Every week we bring you simple answers to help your homeschool family thrive. I'm Leslie Nunnery and I am so glad you're here. I talk often about how I'm so thankful I was able to raise my young children without social media telling me how horribly hard my job is and planting seeds of discontent every single day. It's stunning how quickly the messaging has changed for parents, but it's even more unbelievable to think about what our children are being confronted with. Media, messaging, friends and others are reinforcing lies to our children. And as parents, we get the incredible privilege to give them the tools to combat those with biblical truths and to prepare them to stand in a world that's becoming increasingly hostile to things of the Lord. Today's guest has been helping families do just that for quite a while. For more than two decades, Patty Garibay has been at the forefront of countering the culture by leading girls and women to creating lives of integrity. She's the founder and executive director of American Heritage Girls, a national Christ-centered leadership and character development program. She's helped thousands of girls discover their true identity and purpose in Christ through AHG's transformative programming. We're going to be discussing the loneliness, isolation, and anxiety that so many girls are struggling with right now, and how as parents you can encourage and help them overcome that. You don't want to miss a minute. Today's podcast is brought to you by Alpha Omega Publications. Homeschooling empowers parents to give their children an individualized education like no other educational setup can provide. With AOP, you can teach your children in the way they learn best, while keeping homeschooling fun and full of excitement as you discover new things each day. Choose from multiple curriculum options to fit your child's strengths, learning styles, and needs. Go to aop.com to learn more today. Our family has used AOP resources throughout our homeschool journey, and it's always been a good fit for us. So check out AOP today, or AOP.com today and see how AOP can serve your family as well. I am so glad to welcome Patty Garibay back to the podcast today. Patty is the founder, like I noted in the introduction, the founder of American Heritage Girls, who have something very exciting that has happened already this week. So, Patty, welcome to the podcast. Tell us a little bit about yourself and please fill us in on what is going on with the American Heritage Girls this week.
1: Well, this is an exciting week, Leslie, because it's our birthday week. It was over 27 years ago when American Heritage Girls had their first troop meeting in a school in Cincinnati, Ohio. And so the Lord has been blessing this ministry for 27 years. And as a result of our birthday, rather than receiving gifts like we often do, we are giving gifts of service across the nation. Every American Heritage Girl's is helping a disabled or differently abled family and their child to to have something a little bit better that day. We are Mm -hmm. linking arms with Johnny and Friends Ministries, as well as the Tim Tebow Shine Foundation and others to help do some really amazing things. For instance, last weekend, our own staff in the Cincinnati headquarters helped with Luke 5 Ministries, which actually brings disabled children on hikes. And they do that through a Sherpa and they have a special cool wheelchair. And that was really uh, a neat idea. And then um, this week, some of our staff members will be helping with camp stepping stones and doing some beautification work for that very important camp that serves differently abled, but people all across from, from collecting wheelchairs for Johnny and friends, all the way to helping with the shine foundation um, with Tim Tebow. So there's going to be a lot of exciting stories coming from this. I'm sure Leslie.
0: Oh, I can't wait. We'll need to be watching your social media and all of that stuff in the days ahead, just so that we can see um, the outtakes. And I'm sure that in the lives of these girls and their families, um, the impact of investing in these other families will be so profound. So I'm excited to see everything coming out of this.
1: Yes, and it's been so neat to see some of the, even the recordings from our alumna. American Heritage Girls has a lot of girls that are differently abled in its ranks, as you can imagine. The hmm. people that love AHG, they love homeschooling, and they love those that are that, that are in need. So there's a lot of fostering that's going on, a lot of adoption within our families. And it's so cool to see how many of our families have adopted special needs kids and that they're part of the troop. So this is just sort hmm. of lifting them up and um, remembering we're all God's children and we're all called to serve them and one another.
0: Amen. Amen. And all created in the image of our great God. So um, it's so it's so good to see how the differences in people actually all fall under that umbrella and how just like Jesus loved all and came to die for them. We can show that love to those who are like us, different than us, you know, speak a same language, seek a different one. So many different ways that we can show Jesus's love practically day by day. So I love that you guys prioritize that um, at American Heritage.
1: Mm, Absolutely. You know, our tagline is faith, service and fun. So it's sort of our middle name is to serve others. But this (laughs) is so cool for this year for us to just focus on that. Next year's focus will be on pregnancy care centers, which is another very important subject for our girls. And they love they love to care for um, the unborn, the newborn, all of Mm -hmm. those. So that's going to be exciting to see how that unfolds next year.
0: Well, that is awesome. That is awesome. Well, we have talked before on the podcast and I was just thinking earlier this morning as I was prepping for our time together, I will link that podcast because you gave so much amazing information about the history of American heritage, why there was a need, all of those things that kind of prompted you to start this. Um, So I want everybody to listen to that, but just kind of in a nutshell, what can you tell us about the founding of American heritage 27 years ago now?
1: Right. Well, like so often happens in our lives, Leslie, um, the Lord calls us to do something and it is totally out of our comfort zone. I know you you sense that as well. Yeah. Um, and that was the situation for me. I had been a Girl Scout leader for 12 years at the time, and, and I loved serving girls in that capacity. I was able to share the love of the Lord. But in 1993, when they changed the the Girl Scout promise to no longer mandate an oath to God, I knew I had a moral dilemma and that I could no longer serve them in that capacity because they basically essentially kicked God out. And so then what would happen with the character Mm -hmm. development program? What would it be based on? And so um, I felt a call to do something um, and rather than just complain about it or just join it and and sort of a mixed message from um, people that knew me. And I, I thought it would just be something for my daughter. Well, that daughter now is 38 years old and her daughter is an American Heritage Girls. So that's sort of how these things wow. happen, right? And, and the Lord just has blessed that effort. <laughs> and obviously it's beyond my daughter. It's all over the country, and all over the world, really. So it's exciting.
0: Well, that is awesome. That is awesome. And like I said, I am going to link that other podcast because you gave so much information that I for sure didn't know. And I mm-hmm. imagine that most of those listening in Well, won't be aware of either, but it's so, if you have girls, you need to listen to that other podcast as well as this one, because it is so impactful to hear what all is going on and what, what you need to be aware of as a parent of daughters. Um, So that I will make sure that we link that. Now, we just spoke about, I guess, two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, I had Mark Hancock on the program and we were talking about boys and, and actually the way that trail life, invest in boys and it's so interesting to see kind of how you guys are there, there are some similar issues that the boys and the girls are facing but with mm-hmm. girls you see an awful lot more of and I don't know I don't even know that it's an awful lot more you you see so profoundly in so many of the girls in our culture the the loneliness the isolation the impact of The messaging that they are hit with day in and day out. And I just today wanted to talk about how American Heritage Girls can can really combat that, walk alongside parents and help them combat those kind of feelings and that kind of isolation and loneliness that these girls are experiencing, especially in this post-COVID world.
1: Absolutely. It is unbelievable um, how sad girls are today. It, It is Shown in the CDC with the amount of uh, suicide attempts. And and this really affects girls a little bit more than boys. And I believe it's because we are wired to be social. We are wired to be emotional. Mm. And when we allow those emotions to get out of control or not to be tethered by our identity in Christ, and that tether is very important, um, we can easily fall prey to depression, depression isolation, and to those kinds of health, the terrible things that help happen to your health because of it. So in American Heritage Girls, when you ask a girl, that has been in American Heritage Girls, even for three months, what's your most favorite part about AHG? And trust me, Leslie, there are so many things to say, because it is just full of activities (laughs) and experiences. But it's always boils down to this one thing, and that is friends. They love having friends. And the parents love having these kinds of friends because they know their daughter needs friends, but how are they going to find friends? And and so if you have a built-in situation where you've got the like-mindedness of what HD stands for, and you've got a framework Mm -hmm. for adulting that our curricula provides, you're able to say, these are not just going to be friends for a soccer season. These are going to be friends for life because they're doing life together. And so for us, we find that that friendship piece, and I never want that to be ever not number one. I think that's fantastic. I'd love them to say right. my faith in Christ would be number one. That is really, But see, friends help us, support us like Aaron and her did with Moses. We can lift one another up. Mm-hmm. And we need that. And girls really need that because times are tough out there. They aren't sure who they are. They don't know whose they are. They don't even know what gender they are. And Leslie, that's another huge issue right. that is confronting girls more than boys is gender identity. I believe the girls are more susceptible because of, again, this wiring for friendship and wanting to be accepted. And so what's happening, I'm finding, with these with this whole transsexual and I'm not sure if I'm a girl or a boy thing is the fact that they're trying to be accepted by a group. Every one of us wants to be accepted by a group. Now we've got to make sure that those groups are the right groups, you see. So they're pressuring, and we're seeing this more and more, that there is actually peer pressure to say, are you sure you like to ride horses? Are you sure you're not a boy? You like messing with that car, you know, are you sure? And that's what, what, a lot of the messaging is happening out there. And those are even girls in American Heritage Girls. These are Christian girls that are being confronted by this message because they're being bombarded by it in the media. And so we have to get ahead yeah. of that as parents and have those discussions ahead of time and to continue to have a discussion around it. You know, Leslie, we have a really cool um, free ebook called Raising Godly Girls Guide to Gender and Identity. And it is a free download. When you go to the, our website, AmericanHeritageGirls.org, But I encourage um, the viewers and listeners of this podcast to consider that because it not only helps us with the glossary and definition of terms that are being used today, which can be quite confusing because some of these are just made up brand new to Webster even, you know, and um, for us, we need working knowledge. And so with the working knowledge, we can then go into a, a, what shall I say, an educated discussion with our kiddo. If we don't know these things ahead of them, they're going to say, well, what does mom know? I'm going to go somewhere else and buy my information. So we need to be intentional and it needs to be proactive for sure.
0: No question. No question. And even, you know, I was thinking as you were talking about the friendships that the girls are forming and the need for that as, as parents who are committed to discipleship, who are, you know, we speak primarily to homeschool parents. So these are parents that are really intentionally engaged in the lives of their children. I have found through the years that there's still stuff that you can totally miss because they are one way with you. And yet, so some of those insecurities, they're not going to be working out with you if you aren't, You know, like you noted, looking for specific terms, you know, kind of really, really keyed in on that. But even still, it's easy to miss because of the framework of a home and a homeschool. However, when you get them in an environment where there are other women who can invest in them, mentor, train, teach, and really help come alongside and direct them, With friends, with groups that are moving in the right direction, sometimes you may even find that that exposes some of those struggles that then allows you to go in and deal with them, but they would have never quite find found the words or their footing to really approach mom and dad about some things that they're struggling with that they're embarrassed to even bring up.
1: Mm. You know, you, you're so right, Leslie, because we, we get these essays from the girls that are achieving our highest award, the Stars and Stripes Award. So these are senior high school girls and they'll, they, they have to write a spiritual life walk essay. And that's quite reflective. And they're very transparent. Honestly, mm. they'll say, I have been raised a Christian my whole life. I've been in a homeschool environment, but I never really owned my relationship with God. And it wasn't Mm -hmm. until I was sort of broken down by having to do this project and having all these fears that I had that I was you know, not able to do it or I was incompetent or whatever, that I finally came to the throne of the Lord and I succumbed to his majesty and I realized the power that's there. But we're hearing that time and time again. So to your point, we can structure things so well and really protect our kids, which we're called to do. But there's going to be a point where they're going to be on their own. And they have to have the tools mm-hmm. to be able to to fight that right. battle on their own. I, I really like what you said, Leslie. You're spot on.
0: Well, thank you. And you know, as as a mom, it, it, I've got I've got four children, as a lot of people know. And through the years, the Lord has just really impressed on my heart, the wisdom and the need for part of our living together as a body of Christ is actually allowing our children to develop those relationships with other believers, with others who can echo what they're hearing at home, can reinforce, can really pour in. And so for those that are that, that tend to cut off, that tend to remove any other influences out of fear or whatever it is, we're really shortchanging our kids from allowing other godly people to truly invest in them. And then the relationships that my kids have with, with senior adults and, you know, even people my age who I refuse to say I'm a senior adult, obviously, <laughs> um, but, you know, the, the relationships that they have built at church and otherwise through the years, it's so awesome now that my kids are young adults to see those actually maturing into true friendships now that um, my kids are kind of getting into a different stage. Mm. And, you know, they have a they have an ear for that,
1: you know, yes. a different ear than mom and dad. They have an ear for other um, wisdom. And, and, you know, what we've tried to do all these years, raising and forming our kids is to create a, a sense of discernment, a moral barometer that they will use um, no matter what. And I think it's really important that we teach kids what to think, but also how to think, because our what to mm-hmm. think is very limited. The how to think is going to be something new every day. Who would believe we're going to be in this culture right now? You know, I wouldn't have known that 27 years ago. When I'm it's a whole different right. ball of wax. Oh, goodness. Girls' no. issues are very different. And so we, we've got to be prepared on not just what to tell them what to think, but how to think and discern on their own. It's very important.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Now we talked um you know earlier in the podcast about some of the loneliness and isolation that our girls are feeling um, and how you know surrounding with a group of friends who are like-minded who are going in the same direction who the priorities of their families are similar is so enriching and so helpful for our girls, especially during this time, but really always. But then I also I want you to deal a little bit with some of the anxiety that our girls are feeling. It is, it's astonishing to me as I hear my kids even talk about what their friends are struggling with and stuff like that, just the the overwhelming anxiety and unsettledness that so many people feel. So as we are kind of approaching this new homeschool year for, for many that are listening in, what are some things that as parents we can do to really help our girls with this anxiety that, that seems to be so pervasive in our culture?
1: It really is. And anxiety, as you know, is a result of fear. Mm -hmm. And fear is not something the Lord ever wanted us to have. If we would look at scripture and see how many times it tells us not to fear, we would realize that fear is not from the Lord. Hope is from the Lord. And so when this culture is so dark and so many parents are like just despondent over it, I, I choose to pitch my tent in the land of hope. And that is where mm-hmm. we know that God springs eternal his power and his glory and his righteousness. And so for our girls, I, I think they need to understand, first of all, their identity is in Christ. So if they understand who Christ is, they'll understand who they are. And so we have to continually remind them of who the Lord is. This morning at our staff prayer, mm-hmm. it was so beautiful that our the person that was running it said, I just feel this week at this time, you need to hear words of who you are and just close your eyes mm-hmm. and let me pray over you. And it was those words that we should be saying to our daughters. Again, we have another free ebook on raising Godly Girls Guide to Anxiety. And that talks about wow. those words that we could be praying over our daughters. Imagine, even before they go to a homeschool co-op, to hear those words and their eyes are closed and they're hearing them as if from the Lord. Because they are the Lord's words for her. What a calming spirit that calmed all the staff this morning. And we're grown adults; you know that mm-hmm. can calm the temperaments of the of your daughter. Yes. Also, make sure that she's feeling healthy. You know that she's getting enough rest. This is a new time of year. We're all used to it's the, it was summer, and we're able to stay up as long as we want or whatever. You know the discipline needs to come back, <laughs> and so we need to keep healthy. We need to make sure that our daughters have a, a posture of a heart posture. That allows them to be tender to one another, but also encouraged by you. And um, I often talk about the the note in the lunchbox, you know, because even being gone for a day, if you're doing co-op or whatever you're doing, you still want to hear some love from your mom. So the note in the lunchbox, even as a high schooler. um, Also to talk about cultural issues. And I think that's really, really important because there's going to be situations that they're going to be encountered with, even if they're a youth group, honestly, those places that we consider to yep. yep. be wholesome and pure, there's still sin there. And we need to guard our girls' hearts about that. We also need to talk about curricula. In the homeschool setting, it tends to be pure, but you never know when the co op comes in. You know, all the teachers, they need to still be astute to this. And of course, then they need to be ready for the collegiate years. Um, how they choose to do that is to, to be sensitive to that. Right. And then to remember to have fun. I mean, if it's not fun, they're not going to want to engage and that all has to be part of it. And that's what I love about HG because we teach such heavy, important things, but we do it all around fun.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And that's, you know, we all would prefer to learn everything that way. That's one of the super great strengths of homeschooling is that we have control over, we're able to make learning fun, which is what actually instills that love of learning. And so to be able to plug them in with a group who is teaching them, reinforcing all of these same things in a fun way, active way, um, but very focused and purposeful way is a great gift to families, honestly. Um, but as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, as you're going through culture and all of the things that are on our girls' hearts, I was thinking about how important it is for parents as we're engaging, you know, back up to the the gender questions, the big questions that our girls are being confronted with, and we can think that we're hiding them from it, but like you noted, they're hearing it from people that we don't even necessarily know they're talking to, you know, right. out at church or, or wherever. They're still getting they're getting contacts of this. They're just hearing it. And so for us as parents, we have got to be willing and able to engage in those conversations, but we also have to be very careful that we're not utterly shocked and show them how shocked and horrified we are that they would even say such things. Because when we do, we are guaranteeing that we're going to shut down any more conversations about those things. And we're not going to be able to be the ones to help guide them through all the things that they're just trying to figure out what it all means and what to do with it. Mm.
1: That is so true. And and I think one of the best resources for families in regards to what is the latest and greatest Thing that's out there and, you know, we, we don't, we want to learn about it before they learn about it on their TikTok. And that, by the way, that platform yeah. needs to be blown up. It's you know what horrible. I'm saying? It's horrible, horrible, horrible. And I hope that yes. no, not one of your listeners is allowing their daughter on on TikTok. I, all the social yeah. media is garbage, but that one is really bad. But I think what's what's really critical is that parents start to realize that there are resources out there. And the one I love is called Culture Translator by AXIS out of Colorado Springs. It's a great ministry, mm-hmm. and you can sign up for a free newsletter, which is an e-newsletter that they'll send you, and they'll they comment about everything that the girls are hearing, the boys are hearing. This is for both, you know, for you raising parents, kids. But, like, even, even as simple as the Chris Rock slap, and they talk about that and what that oh, looks yeah. like, you know, in the context of our culture and why the reaction was such. I just feel like that is such a powerful tool that I encourage. Every time I go to speak about Raising Godly Girls, I always talk about that particular resource because it's spot on, biblical worldview, and it can be trusted.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, and even as you were, as you were talking there, I was thinking about how, you know, we talk all the time about how woke our culture is, how it's, it's hard to even fathom the difference from four or five years ago to now, just the conversation, what is being accepted, what as truth, what is, you know, what is not. Um, And so we're, we're in a time where culture is changing so rapidly I wanna know what does American Heritage Girls do to help the girls kinda navigate that, but also to help parents? Because as I'm thinking this through, I'm thinking that it would be really, really nice to have a, an organization, a group that's, that's a little bit ahead of that, that's studying it, that has the resources to really kind of engage in that, to come alongside. Because I can't keep up with everything. There's no way. <laughs> so to be able to have someone help navigate that, because this is a reality that we all have to deal with.
1: It truly is. And, you know, we, we are continually developing new tools. And our whole line of parenting is under the Raising Godly Girls uh, banner. And so um, over a thousand radio stations across the nation, we have a Raising Godly Girl Minute. And when you go to our website, Hmm. you can see under blog all of those minutes, which are tools, basically, for how to help your daughter through this situation. And these are all relevant, timely situations. And, And we have a call to action. But first, we have a scriptural antidote. And, you know, it is amazing to me how the word of the Lord is so timely and timeless that it does speak to today, it really truly does, and it's like we talked about earlier, Leslie. You just have to have the eyes to see it, and that's what we do as American yeah. Heritage Girls staff. We can, can put this together, um, so it's very digestible for parents to be able to have some of these antidotes. So any type of malady your daughter may be having, you'll see it on a, on a drop down. You can mm-hmm. you can read about that, and we've got some tools around that. But in addition, we have programmatic tools or curricula per se. And one of our, our really great ones that we've just developed is called Grit with Grace. And that's Girls Rooted in Truth with Grace. It's our leadership curricula. And what is so beautiful about it is wow. we believe in American Heritage Girls. Every girl is a leader because every girl influences another. So how will that influence be, positive or negative? How do you, we believe strongly in the need for decorum to come back, for biblical femininity to be embraced and for us to celebrate what God has given us, which is so unique and beautiful that it's not to be denied, but rather celebrated. So, we have a um, curriculum that happens every year. We have a program theme. This year's theme is called Shine. In the past, we've had Chrysalis and we've had, um, oh gosh, we've had oh so many different ones. I tried it, I'm forgetting one. Um, but every year there's a new one. And this year it's called Shine, and it's always around scriptural passage, of course, and it talks, now that girls know who they are and whose they are, now how are they going to shine? How are they going to put their legs on their faith and be a positive influence in this country? You know, the hand that rocks the cradle, I really believe this, Leslie, is the one that rules the the nation. It is so important, the women's role in society, and it is time for us to take back what the culture has taken from us as women that love to be feminine, and that doesn't mean frills and eating cupcakes. You know that. He has a variety of, of ways about it, but it's celebrating <laughs> who God created us uniquely and divinely, his divine design. That's really what we're celebrating. Yes.
0: Yeah, amen. And equipping our girls so that when they... When they grow up, when, you know, God gives them families of their own, they have the skills and the knowledge and the foundation to raise their children and, you know, kind of keep the, the, the passing on of our faith alive. Um, that is that is the biblical the biblical way that we pass on our faith. We do it. We teach our children diligently as we walk, as we talk, and so we want to equip our girls to do likewise. How does American Heritage with you know? I know that you guys have badge systems, and you've got all of the stuff that kind of a we would think of when we think of scouting type you know systems. Right. But what things do you all focus on for the girls that's really equipping them? For for, to have a foundation to do all of these things as they get older. Well, you know, we
1: talked earlier about what the number one thing that girls love about American Heritage Girls is the friendships. But the number one thing that they say that has caused a change in their life is confidence. They came in shy Mm -hmm. and unsure and fearful. And they walk out of the program confident, not prideful, confident, not because of girl power, but because of the Holy Spirit's power in the girl. And that is a game changer. When you are giving them a framework for adulting, when you're providing them social, emotional, physical, um, faith, spiritual, and as well as academic challenges that they're able to achieve. And these are, these are at their level. So like I said, you don't have to be academically gifted to be an HG, not at all. Kids with special needs are an HG. They all have something to offer and we scale it for them um, in order to do that. So they come out of this program different it's transformative and i think that's really wow. positive and speaking well to those adult mentors that's that give of themselves and that that's another cool thing is that we've got a lot of, of adult females that are in american heritage girls that don't have daughters they all, they've got a lot of daughters now though in ahg because they're serving they've always right. wanted daughters and now they can have all of these daughters or grandmothers who still know the role and the importance of raising up the youth mm-hmm. because they are writing the scrolls of history now. And so we need this. This is an important investment. So I think if we would look at it that way, the Titus 2 kind of woman, that the way that's set up, and like you said, generational wisdom coming down through the generations, that's impactful and that is life changing because the Holy Spirit is involved.
0: Yes. Amen. 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 Well, Patty, we are almost out of time, but I want to make sure that you tell us where we can find all about American Heritage Girls. And, and also, as you're telling us that, how does how does one find if there is a troop nearby or, you know, how would they if there isn't? How do they go about getting something started so that they can offer that for the girls in their area?
1: Mm, Well, this is the fun part, right, sharing this message that families (laughs) say, hey, I I didn't know they were there, they were here, but I am so grateful. So visit our website, americanheritagegirls.org.org, and you will see on the upper right-hand part of that website a Find a Troop button, and you can put your zip code in there. And you can decide how long you're willing to drive. Believe it or not, some people drive an hour each way to get to a troop, and then they say, you know what, that drive is pretty long Maybe it's time for me to start a troop at my church because we do partner (laughs) with churches and, um, of course, private schools and homeschool co-ops that have a statement of faith and a board um, that that can really provide spiritual guidance for the troop because we believe that it needs to be solid. Um, you need five board members to start a troop, by the way, five adults willing, unrelated, because mm-hmm. we are always concerned with somebody moving away, a family moving away, and suddenly, and you've seen this, I'm sure, with homeschool co-ops, Leslie, where yep. all of a sudden that family's gone and it's it's just in ashes. Mm-hmm. Well, we really want a solid rock foundation. And so five, five adults to start, 10 girls, and I'll tell you what, troops, you'll get way more than 10 girls. Most Troops average about. That's right. I'm sure I
0: have no doubt.
1: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Wow. And there was such a need out there, so you can check it out. Find a troop, like I said, put in your zip code. How to start a troop is right underneath there. We have troop coaches ready for your call that can help you at any point or your email. Um, we've got complete full service for our volunteers and American Heritage Girls training. Um, like I said, great curricula that's new every day, and so you've got it all here. Mm. Um, and and vi- I encourage you to visit us. And also, I, I really—if you're—if you're not interested in HD, we do cover prayers because prayer is essential for every ministry. And and we um, would appreciate prayer.
0: Well, and honestly, if you are the mom of boys, which I have both, so I kind of I kind of see it both ways. I have prayed for the girls that my boys will be connected with for a mm-hmm. very long time. And so just praying that they get plugged in with a group that is is walking alongside and helping them is has always been a really big deal for me. So whether you have girls or not, praying for American Heritage girls, um, really seeing how you can engage with them. Perhaps God is calling you to, to actually start one or get involved in one, mentoring these these young ladies. Um, so many opportunities um, and such a great, great ministry. Patty, I am so grateful that you joined us this week and, and took time on your anniversary week. That's so exciting.
1: <laughs> it truly is. And thank you. And thanks for celebrating with us, Leslie. And we'll see you real soon, hopefully.
0: That sounds great. So everybody else, thank you for tuning in. Be sure that you check the show notes to get all of the links to the eBooks that she mentioned. Those are really, really solid resources. Take the time to read those. They will be so, so helpful. Um, But we'll also give you all the other things that she mentioned so that they're very easy for you to to jump off and find those uh, in the show notes for today's podcast. So have a wonderful rest of your day, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thank you for joining us today. We believe that every family is called to teach them diligently.